I'm Tyler, half-brother. Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery, for I am a miracle child. Hanson. <laughs> that was going to be my first one, where it's just like, I'm the best, I'm the greatest, God chose me. It's like, okay, geez. <laughs> Calm down, man. No wonder your brothers hate you. And this is The Franchise, a podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Today, we are recording... What's this called again? Joseph King of <laughs> Joseph Dreams. Joseph King of Dreams. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just kind of really thrown off because, like, this is straight to. I think this is our first straight to video cover. It is, yeah, and it's you can totally tell that it's straight to video too. I mean, no disrespect to the animators or director for forgetting the name. I'm just maybe a little distracted today. I am a uh, not in my normal home. I oh. don't have a webcam. I have a shivering sphinx on my lap. <laughs> I'm hand-holding my microphone. I have two pairs of headsets on. <laughs> True blue maniac. But, you know, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody, a certain co-host, didn't sell me to a certain captain of the guard. <laughs> what can I say? I need the silver. We needed new mic stands. <laughs> <laughs> Look how that turned out after seven years of famine, huh? How you doing now? <laughs> I'm doing fine. I wish you'd stop pranking me, though. I also feel like the room I'm in is super echoey. But you know why? That's because I'm in the Pharaoh's chamber. That's <laughs> you are the miracle child. And you know what? I resented you for it. But now that you have power, I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to co-hosts. To co-hosts. <laughs> the captain of the guard really appreciated how good I clean stuff. So that's how I might work my way up. You cleaned it so good that his wife wanted to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> Who mysteriously disappears later on in the movie after he finds out. He divorced her when he found out she was boinking all the slaves. I think she died. <laughs> she died? <laughs> I think so. I thought the mom died. <laughs> She's the mom. No, Rachel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But also the mom of uh, a, uh, Joseph's future wife dies because... right. Man, <laughs> Bible's pretty wa pretty wacky, it's, right? It's pretty it's pretty wacky. That's what I'd call it. Pretty compelling uh, family <laughs> issues going on there. Yeah, it's God's ultimate um, what's it called? Uh, joke book. He loves it. One could only I imagine like, if I the like Joker wrote the Bible. It'd be the exact same. God, <laughs> did you hate that? I hated that as soon as it came out of my mouth. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> uh, this episode comes out on Orthodox Easter, which is a hey! week after uh, what we traditionally celebrate as Easter in mm -hmm. the U.S. And, yeah. uh, you know, I learned something. There's I two know. Easters. Yeah. <laughs> There's two Easters. So happy Easter to all of our uh, Greek and Eastern European listeners. Yes. All to all the millions of you out there. Mm-hmm. We're hoping we're having a great day. Christ is risen. <laughs> I feel like I'm still. I feel like I'm still. Oh, I say that. Okay, I'm still yeah. recovering from the last episode where I'm like, okay, I don't have any experience, like diving into this, but uh, let's go. And now I'm like, uh, uh, I, okay. I don't know anything. Have, it's fine. It's okay. I have like, I don't know, 18 years of it. <laughs> I feel like this is a good time to talk about our what's new. Yeah, that's good. Connery, what's new? Boom! Thank you, Connery. So, no problem. 
so what's new with me? I've been playing two games a lot. or well, One game I'm playing a lot that's a bit of an older one. The other one is brand new, then I really, really enjoy it. Uh, the first one is called Slay the Spire. Um, it's an older game, but it's a, kind of like a card card game-based roguelite. It's super-duper fun. I love it a lot. It's my ultimate brain turn-off game. I play it a lot when I'm high. But <laughs> it's Happy Easter, everyone. Yeah, happy Easter. <laughs> but it's a... It's it's just really good. It's it's like strategy and I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little RNG sometimes, or it's like you kind of have to deal with like literally you're dealt the, have to play with the hand you're dealt, and sometimes you don't get the cards you want. You're like, okay, like I was going for this bill, but I keep getting these cards. It's really annoying. But oh well, you know, it's still really really fun. Four cool characters. Just beat it with the fourth character and had a blast doing it. She was by far my favorite to play as because so she. It, would, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, so she would alternate between, like, you'd be, like, really, def- you could be really defensive, and then you switch over to, like, being really aggressive, but you take double damage, so it's kind of like this, like, all-in, all-out situation back and forth, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, so it is a card game? Yeah, it's like a roguelike card game. You're kind of, like, you like, you have your guy, so it feels like turn-based combat, but you're just playing cards, you know? Is there anything like Marvel Snap Deck? <laughs> it's kind of like, actually, no, it's not. Marvel Snap, no, Marvel Snap is basically just, uh... What's that one game called? Uh, Smash Up, where you're just trying to get points to earn the most points on a base, and then you win by doing that, versus depleting the health of enemies. Is Smash Up anything like Ghent? Uh, Smash Up is not like Gwent, I would say, at all. <laughs> oh, is it Ghent or Went? I forgot. Gwent. <laughs> it's Gwent. Oh, Gwent. Right, right, right. <laughs> Gwent is, again, much more about... It's also a score-based game, but it's you so much more like accumulating points and getting more than your I guess getting more than your opponent but they're it's like if Gwent had three different places to play your cards okay yeah so that's uh, more a smash up is Gwent like Pazak I don't know what Zok is you got me finally what's Kazak (laughs) pure Pazak Connery it's a it's the card game in Star Wars oh I have no idea how that game works to you. No, I'm guessing it's kind of like Jack Bla- or Blackjack. Actually, yeah, I think it is. It's like just Blackjack. like Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> Doing great today. Uh, have you watched The Mandalorian recently? <laughs> I actually haven't watched any of the episodes yet. Is it is it good? Is it enjoyable um, so far? I don't know. I'm no? definitely watching it. Everyone on Twitter is like just talking about how they hate it, but they're still watching it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just watching it. I don't. I don't really have too much of a comment on it, but. Uh, like spoilers, Jack Black may make an appearance in that show, and it's weird. I don't know. That's that's fun. I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like the older I get, the more distance I keep putting between myself and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm just tired. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not mad about any of it. It's just a show. Like, yeah, where I'm like, it it can exist, but I don't know. I'm I'm just not gonna watch it or care about it that much. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I kind of like. I don't know. I have it encoded in my DNA at this point. <laughs> I was built in a cloning lab on Camino to watch Star Wars content. Mm, just like the simulations. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> you know, okay. I know I'm going on a total tangent here, but in the Bad Batch, they're talking about the Bad Batch, is the, which is the other Star Wars show that I have been watching. Um, but isn't that one really good? Yeah. No, it's it's pretty great. Um, <laughs> we'll go back to what's new in a moment. Yeah. yeah. This is more important. But, it is. Uh, <laughs> In the Bad Batch, they're like a group of clones that like didn't get converted from like uh, Order sixty six because they're kind of yeah. like quote unquote defect clones, like they're altered in different ways. 
Um, there's a whole episode where a senator in the Imperial Senate is trying to like get clones like pension plans for retiring. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's actually really good. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like that a lot. I like so, that a lot too. It really it's like a huh? I was. Just, it's, it reminds me of one of my players uh, sent me this thing for like D and D, being like, if you when you die and your body comes back to life and you're a ghost, like who gets all your stuff? And like the intentional litigation battle that would take place between the case of your body versus your soul. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, I don't know if you ever played World of Warcraft, but, like, in that game, whenever you die, you turn into a ghost and you have to go back to your body. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, who has the rights to all of your stuff before you get to your body? Is it still your, is it just the assumption that everyone will turn into a ghost and return to their bodies with, like, slightly damaged equipment? Like, does everyone know that? Is that canon, or? (laughs) He'll be up in a minute. (laughs) Give him some time. He has to walk all the way here. (laughs) yeah he has to walk to his body and then go to wherever you guys are in the instance um yeah that batch that batch good uh it goes into a lot of nitty-gritty of like the the beginning of a new government basically Mm. the empire and it's a little bit more it's more nuanced than i expected um it's good it's it's good stuff dave fellini he's he's usually secretly really good dave fellini what what's what's the guys who made who's made its name then uh, Federico well, Fellini. <laughs> Federico Fellini, thank you. <laughs> no, it's Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. <laughs> Jesus. Now I want to see Dave Filoni's eight and a half. <laughs> it's just a bunch of clones voiced by the same guy. Okay, sorry. So Slay Aspire, you're, watch- you're playing that on PS5 or what? Yeah, I play it on PS5, but it's for PS4 and everything else. It's out everywhere. And then the newer game I've, I've been playing, which I really enjoy, but I don't think it's quite like there yet. Like I bugged you about getting it, but then I was like... I don't think Tyler would enjoy this quite yet, actually. It needs some time to cook. It's called uh, Meet Your Maker. Mm-hmm. And I described it to you before you sent me a seal of doors just saying, no, very hurtful, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it when you recommend a, f- a game to a friend and they're just like, no. And they give you the most like blatant, angry no. <laughs> <laughs> He's smiling, at least. <laughs> it's like, But it's like you're enjoying brushing me off. <laughs> I guess you're right. I didn't really think about that. It's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, okay, jeez. Sorry. But anyways, no, no, you're fine. I know what you mean. But uh, it's a, I describe it to you as Minecraft meets Doom, where you basically are in charge of making, like, you can make forts and put all a bunch of devious traps and monsters in them. And then other people go through and they raid them. And you can do the same thing and raid other people's fortresses. It's a uh, it's multiplayer, it's single player. It's really really fun. Like I was having kind of like a really intense like blast and people are devious little shits is what I've learned playing that game. But like one of the things I don't like about it is like one hit and you're dead, which I'm like that's a little tedious. I kind of want like three like hearts for the amount of traps people are allowed to put into these things. Yeah, oh so it is like completely multiplayer. Yeah, it's like uh, it's completely multiplayer. So it's like I guess some a reviewer I, I I what's called saw a video and described it as Mario Maker, which I think makes a little bit more sense, like deadly first person uh-huh. shooter Mario Maker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's it's super cool, and it's it, two people can go into a base together, and it seems a lot a lot easier when you, there's two people. But going through a base alone, I was like, I'm dodging every corner, then I forget to look up, and like a bunch of arrows shoot down from the ceiling and kill me, and I'm like, I just want like. <laughs> three hits or something and i'm dead like i want yeah. health packs to be somewhere like i want it to be a little bit more like 
I guess weighted towards me than the the creator. Even like the creator of like the dungeon can like be so intense, and then you're just like, oh, I fucking died. Oh, I died. Oh, I died. But you know, they're still fun. Like one of them was so stupid hard. Like it was like this guy just made like a hallway basically of just like this really tight corridor and just traps everywhere. So you had like grappling hook, grappling hook, grappling hook at the right moment. I, I couldn't do it. It was super duper hard, and so That's I just quit that one. But. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, that sounds like I've never played Super Mario Maker, but uh, that sounds like what that is. But uh, I remember what Brawl, uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, you could build yes. your own, your own uh, arenas and stuff. I always liked that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah, also, so- oh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like four or three, you could make your own courses, and that was always a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> I like that's those sick. kinds of games. <laughs> that's nice. But yeah, um, they have like only a few. Only a few kind of enemies. I think they have, like, five enemy types, and then uh, you can add, like, tags to them and, like, abilities, but, like, you know, it doesn't make that much of a difference. And uh, a lot of traps, though. So I think right now it's predominantly, like, people just making elaborate trap mazes, which is, like, everything I've been into has just been, like, elaborate maze trap, which I'm like, okay, I kind of wanted to play Doom and not, like, cautiously walk through the ca- walk through the chamber looking every which way every t- every, t- every time I take a step. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but that's just some people's style, I guess. And I maybe I haven't been picking the right ones, but that's on me, I guess, in the most in the long run. But I think given a little more time, it has potential to be really, really, really good, especially with, like updates and stuff. It's by the same people who did a Dead by Daylight. So and that game oh. only got better with time. Yeah, I was gonna say like right now, since they're trying to <clears throat> like it sounds really you can just kind of do whatever you want, make whatever mm-hmm. kind of maze. So it's like there's probably a bunch that are just broken and kill you. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but some that are like really hard that you have to figure out. That that sounds pretty fun. And I, I honestly had no idea it was multiplayer. I guess I shouldn't have just shut you down immediately when you recommended <laughs> a new game. Yeah, I was like, we should play it together. But then then I read my like, oh, it's on it's on PS5 and like all the newer things. So I was like, oh, I'd have to get it again on Xbox or maybe it's on Game Pass. I don't know. I feel like it should be on Game Pass. Yeah, right. It sounds like one of those kinds of games. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like I said, I think we should give it a maybe like a month a few more months or a year and then re- revisit it and i'm sure it'll be insane <laughs> yeah 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 um i'm trying to think of what, what game was horrible and then got better after after months not that this game's horrible um, uh no man's sky <laughs> is a, is i think the prime golden boy example yeah yeah where it, at first it was really really bad and now it's like just insane looking like i see that game and i'm like this looks uh, really, really fun now, but it only looks like fun if I would be playing it with like you and Turn and Cameron or something like that. <laughs> yeah. What about Anthem? Does that game like still exist? Oh no, Anthem's dead. <laughs> okay, that came dead out like, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, it it it, it, it kind of failed. It tried to rebrand itself, but then it, like never did and just kind of died, which is kind of a oh, bummer. Man. That's pretty horrible. I like Bioware, and that probably costs. <laughs> that's probably huge, like loss for Millions. them. Millions. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob and me got it together, and we're like, this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what's new with you, Tyler? Um, speaking of games, and you, you mentioned an old older game. Mm-hmm. I've been playing an ancient game. Ooh. <laughs> At least to most people. It's called Diablo. Oh. Diablo um, 1. <laughs> were you, are you playing that on, like, the PC or something, or Mac or whatever? <clears throat> yeah, I'm playing it on Mac, which it you can't play it on Mac. <laughs> <laughs> like officially um you have to buy the game on i i've been using like I, i've been like a long time a uh, steam user mm-hmm. just buying most of my games through there and i recently discovered gog caller. yeah first time caller what? um 
gog.com or gog.com it's it's made by cd project red i guess the platform oh, I'm pretty, or it's at least related to them in some way mm-hmm. um but it's another platform where you can buy games um mm. and everything and they have a lot of good sales they have a lot of old games too but it, for some reason it's easier to download games from there uh they're, they're, basically what i'm trying to say is there's this thing called mac source ports you can go to maxsourceports.com yeah. or any of you uh, Mac gamers out there which, <laughs> listening to the Joseph King of Dreams episode. <laughs> um, there are dozens while, of us. While, cel- while celebrating Orthodox Easter, thank you for listening. <laughs> that one Greek Mac gamer. <laughs> we see you. We see you. Uh <laughs> Is it, never mind. It's like, is it offensive to say Mamma Mia is a great movie? Probably. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I love my big fat Greek way. <laughs> <laughs> There's a third one coming out. I can't wait. There is? Oh, good. Yeah. We should cover those. Yeah. Let's let's put Windex on everything while recording that episode. Oh, perfect. I'll spray it in my mouth. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <laughs> so you got to go to that website, and they, it's this, like... A collection of programmers and stuff that have gotten together to basically like not uh, retro, I guess retrofit games so that you can play them on Mac. Uh, so basically, you have to buy the game on GOG.com or whatever. You'll just get games. It's the easiest for me. And then um, download the like porting uh, info, which is all on that website. And some are easier than others. Uh, I've downloaded some other games too, like. Uh, What's it called? Marathon, which is like the game that Bungie made before Halo. Oh, that's so funny. I watched this YouTuber talk about that. I really like it. It's Mandalore Gaming. He talked all about the Marathon series, and uh, that game looked cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it yet, but <laughs> I played a little Quake cool. 2 also. <laughs> that's also on Max Horse Sports. But uh, I don't know. Just as a gamer and somebody that likes old games and like getting, wanting to get around to, to games that I never got to play um, since I never really had a PC at the right time. It's been pretty awesome. It seems like everything works pretty well. Um, but yeah, Diablo 1, it's pretty incredible how the formula has stayed the same since the first game from like, what, 90, 98, 97? Whoa. Like the world feels really built out and everything. Like it's just on a smaller scale because it's an older game, obviously. But nice. it's just the same thing with like, you know, like I guess what we've played the most is Diablo 3. But it's yeah. just, uh, and I'm playing on normal mode so far. It's not too hard. Uh, but I'm sure it'll get really hard, but yeah, I don't know if you've ever played any Diablo game, it's just kind of like a dungeon crawler and you get loot and you fight demons and stuff. So I thought it was uh, topical to talk about on, uh, this, this episode in particular. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited for Diablo four? Uh, yeah, I am. And I'm trying to think of like, cause you know, I don't really buy a lot of games that aren't on sale. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I think I got to get Diablo four just so we can play a freaking game with like Turin or some yeah. of our other friends. I'd love that. Like, I, I was, I, I have it like pre-ordered and ready to go, and because I, I, I played the beta and it was really fun, and I was, I was like, I hope Tyler and Turn gets the, get this, because I'll be really fun if they do. <laughs> yeah, I like those games a lot too, uh, or those types of games, you know, just multiplayer, like the oh, action RPG. Is that what you would call it? Yeah. Like we've been playing a lot of uh, Divinity Original Sin two, but uh, that's more turn based, but. Yeah, I don't um, think we're very good at it. <laughs> no, I don't know if anyone's <laughs> good at that game. But it's so hard. But I really like just watching you. I w- watched you play the beta for a little bit, and I'm like, oh, I really like the mixture of this. Like, it feels like in tone and like style, uh, mm. more like Diablo two than three. Um, it seems more like g- grim and gritty, but also like a lot of modern day advancements uh, in terms yeah. of like skill trees and stuff like that. But 
Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll probably play that at some point. I'll probably play a druid or something. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, the druid's supposed to be really cool. Uh, one last thing before we get to the movie. I watched this movie called A Dangerous Method on HBO Max. It's a David Cronenberg movie mm. who's mostly known for like body horror films. Yep. Uh, this is about Sigmund Freud, <laughs> played by uh, Viggo Mortensen. Oh, and uh, Carl Jung, played by Michael Fassbender. What? And uh, yeah, it came in 2011, and it's just a movie that I remember seeing coming out, and I just like never got around to seeing it. So I just finally came around to this. I'm like, that sounds like that sounds fun. I've been watching a lot of like other than that, just a lot of like schlocky uh, 90s action movies as always. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I gotta like <laughs> watch something to stimulate my mind a little bit. <laughs> Is is it good? What happens? Or do they uh, fight Cthulhu or something together? <laughs> no, they just mostly talk about their dreams, which I really enjoyed. Do we get like dream vision things, like like similar to King of Dreams? <laughs> no, they mostly just talk about their dreams. It's very grounded. <laughs> uh, Kira Knightley's also in it as Sabina Spielrein. She uh, was at one point a patient of Carl Jung, and then she became her uh, like a, a psychoanalyst herself. Oh, cool! But he also like had an affair with her and everything so it's like uh, you know drinking uh, that's illegal uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> oh, yeah. don't don't do it any psychoanalyst listening to this fraser i'm looking at you <laughs> i know you never though you have ironclad morals he's listening <laughs> he's listening <laughs> he's always listening he's, he's the macbook gamer we're talking about <laughs> what oh yeah you're right <laughs> He's installed microphones everywhere to listen to everyone. <laughs> everyone, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, my leg's <laughs> currently going numb because of the dog on my lap, but there's not much else I can do right now. <laughs> the vibrating uh, dog on your lap. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was I? Uh, oh, Dangerous Method. Yeah, no, I. it's honestly just, I really enjoyed it. It, it wasn't like a five-star movie, but I'd definitely give it like a four-star movie. It's just... One of those things that just aren't really in theaters anymore, which I'm kind of mm. excited to see that uh, Ben Affleck movie air just because yeah. it's, I mean, look, we're a movie franchise podcast. <laughs> the things that are in theaters are like all franchises, like Creed 3, Shazam 2, mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, which we're going to cover. Um, yes. What else? There's a, oh, <laughs> John Wick 4, which we just covered. <laughs> And yes. Scream 6. And I've just been like looking at my AMC app being like, well, I want to see Scream 6, but I haven't seen the other one. So I guess I'll just wait until like a movie that doesn't have a bunch of sequels uh, comes right. out. So, But yeah, Dangerous Method just feels like very like adult movie and it just in the way where it's just like, oh, there's um, drama and sex and intellectual discussions and <laughs> I don't know, some kind of weird stuff. But that I uh, does sound like a nice break from pace. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, it's on HBO Max, and I didn't realize how much it has to do with uh, the movie we're covering today about talking about dreams and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's very Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> and Van Goghian, I guess. Yes. <laughs> My first note was like Van Gogh dream. <laughs> yeah, how do you like, well, what's the word for that? <laughs> I don't know. It's Van, uh, Van Gogian. <laughs> is he a surrealist? Is that what he was? No, uh, impressionist. Impressionist. Post-impressionist, I guess? Yeah. Uh, I guess the pronunciation of his name is different in different places. Like, I guess the Brits call him Van Gogh. Van Gogh. But, you know, we're Oh, Americans, my so Van right. Gogh. <laughs> yeah, Van Gogh also. <laughs> but uh, speaking of motion pictures I've seen recently, mm. 
The motion picture you're about to see is an ad adaptation of the Joseph story in the book of Genesis. While artistic and historical license has been taken, we believe that the film is true to the essence, values, and integrity of a story that is cherished by millions of people worldwide. It's a good disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's a franchise staple, I've realized. If we're going to call this a franchise, it always yeah. starts with a, uh, with a disclaimer being like, hey, it's fine. Like, we just enjoy the movie, I guess. Like, yeah, calm the hell down, please. <laughs> It also said it's like intended to be like the second in a series. So it you could say this is a failed franchise too in a way because Yeah. They meant to they do more biblical stories one. and they never did. I wonder what the third one would be. <laughs> I heard Shrek makes a cameo. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> and during the Pharaoh's dreams, Shrek is in the far background. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the hieroglyphics in the background. That definitely would be a thing. He's eating one of the cows. <laughs> uh, what you, did you think of this movie, Connery? Even as a kid, I never liked this movie that much. It would always oh, really? be something where... Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't never really like this one that much. Why not? Uh, I don't know. I, I always thought it was kind of boring, like versus The Prince of Egypt, which is pretty uh, action. He has a lot of really, really good songs in it. Yeah, it's really epic, too. Yeah, it's really just epic and big, and this one's very, it's very, very small story versus the, their, um, what's it called, the last one they did, and I don't know, I, I don't like Joseph that much to begin with, I think he is kind of a jerk. <laughs> like, as a character, or like, as a character, this? like, while Jacob is one of my favorite characters in the Bible, I, I think he's one of the only tricksters in the Bible. Yeah. Wait, but, is uh, Jacob in this? Yeah, Jacob is his yeah, brother, Jacob's the right? dad. No, Jacob's or the dad. Wait, so but we don't really get into that in this movie. No, we don't we don't at all. He like his whole life is based off tricking his Abraham, his dad, into giving him his inheritance instead of his brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, it explains yeah. what why uh Joseph's brothers are like how they are. Yeah, like Abraham's dying and blind, so Jacob like puts like, a bunch of like hair fake hair on his arms and goes to his dad. He's like, Oh, there you are, I bequeath everything to you. And he Jacob says, He said it, he said me, I'm I get everything now. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> it's such a shit move, like what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he beats up an angel. Like Jacob does a lot of weird stuff. What he does? Yeah, he wrestles an angel. <laughs> WrestleMania. He's like, He's going for the suplex, oh my god! <laughs> so bummed i missed it uh but but yeah we we missed the cool stuff but here we are with joseph i don't know i just the songs in it don't really stick in my head that much i forgot no. about miracle child until i heard it and then it made me just laugh really hard <laughs> yeah me too that one was fun he's just like i'm the best i was chosen like i don't remember the actual lyrics but it's just like <laughs> don't mess with me because i was chosen by god it's totally that. I'm like, it's no wonder your brothers fucking hate you so much, man. You're literally singing this <laughs> song about how you're better than everybody else. Yeah, that's why I'm recording remotely with no microphone from the Pharaoh's uh, <laughs> Pharaoh's tomb. What's it called? His palace. <laughs> well, he's dead. And he, you're one of his possessions. <laughs> Connery was too jealous of my uh, Technicolor dream coat. Yeah, I was so angry. I tore it in half and smeared sheep blood on it and gave it to him. <laughs> so it's like Tyler's dead. Uh, imagine my surprise <laughs> what do they talk about after all that like what how do you have a relationship with your brothers they're all a bunch of psychos i don't know <laughs> they're truly deranged one of them it's a true crime it's a true crime story actually <laughs> it's a true crime story 
I'd kind of really like that. Just for somebody just like do a whole thing about that, but then just kind of like change some things around to make it modern day. Like, and that was the story of Joseph and the dream coat. And people are like, what? And drop the mic. <laughs> drop the mic. It's like a 10 part series, like the staircase that like comes back to it 20 years later. <laughs> Like it kind of reminds like the worst youth pastor kind of vibe. <laughs> no, he was killed by a uh, an owl. I mean a wolf. <laughs> it wasn't an owl. Us. <laughs> That's what happens in the staircase. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the husband obviously pushed his wife down the stairs. Yeah, like her. an owl went through the window and then knocked her down the stairs. I mean, <laughs> Lily, who's a huge true crime uh, fan, I think that's her prevailing theory. I could be wrong, but she's just like. It is a really crazy story, but uh, yeah, know, we're not talking about that today. There was a lot of blood in the doc in like the what's called the m- documentary thing that I saw, and I was like, I'm gonna stop watching. There's just a lot. Of, there's a lot. It's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's it's a nice Bible story. It's always I remember when uh, I, me and Grace are younger and at our church, we'd be so bored, and I'd have this uh, kids Bible, and it had all these like really intense like pictures, not intense pictures, but just like cartoon pictures, and so it kind of mm-hmm. almost read like a comic book or like a kid's storybook. And we just go through and read that. And I'm like whispering like, and then this happened. And the priest is actually giving like this like sermon <laughs> meanwhile with a mic on. <laughs> like you're not listening to him. You're just reading your comic book. It's pretty much. I'm reading a Bible comic. <laughs> My closest relation to that is going to Dodger Stadium and getting a comic book about, I can't remember who the baseball player is, but I they handed, it was like free comic book day at, at mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium. And they gave me one. They handed it out to everyone like this baseball player who was also a superhero and his superhero power was like baseball <laughs> just really good at baseball <laughs> and that was like my first encounter with i don't know likening a something else to comic books that really doesn't lend itself to that yeah so i don't it's, know i know it's that's a like, tangent but it just made me think of what you just said that reminds me of uh, one of my favorite Tom King stories that he wrote for Batman called like, Double Date, where Superman and Lois Lane and Batman and Catwoman go on a double date together. Mm-hmm. And it, throughout, the, throughout, they're talking about like how Superman's like, I could throw a pitch so fast Batman couldn't hit it. And Batman's like, I could do it. He's like, no, you fucking can't. Like, you can't do this. And then Superman pitches him like this super fast one, and Batman knocks it out of the park, of course. He's like, that's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls are just like this is so dumb like they do this all the time they're just like, i could do it <laughs> i don't know if batman could do that i guess he'd have to like plan you know for that yeah. but i don't really he'd have to slow it down in some way he can't just like hit it at the right time he's not like yeah. the flash or something he's not no. that fast <laughs> exactly like, the comic he does it but at the same time it's like superman obviously like throws it like fast but not like mach 10 <laughs> yeah because he doesn't want to hurt anybody. But uh, anyways, back on subject. Uh, there are two songs I like in this, You Know Better Than I and Miracle Child. And that's probably it. The others I don't remember. <laughs> you know better than I. How's it go again? <laughs> you know. You were close. You're like, you know better than I. <laughs> I saw a bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think about this, Tyler? This is your first time seeing it. Yeah, so I didn't even know the story, you know. I've never seen the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, which I don't really know how close <laughs> to the real story of, of, of Joseph this close, is. close, except a little bit more 80s. Yeah. Well, isn't it like 60s? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Shit. So, so before we get into the nitty-gritty, yeah, I mean, I honestly like this more than I expected because I, I didn't know the story. So I'm like, oh, there's some nice twists and turns in this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, the more I uh, watch... <laughs> 
religious related movies. I'm like, oh, I kind of get why people are invested just on like storytelling <laughs> levels because yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty like compelling story. It's interesting. Like. I don't, they don't go into detail at all about the coat. I don't really know what's going on there, but just the fact that he can predict the future, you know, I'm like, he's basically an X-Man, you know, like. Yeah, he has the gift of prophecy. <laughs> it's like original uh, superheroes in a lot of way, just like heightened, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, original but... super, the Bible is the original superhero. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I mean, it's all mythic storytelling, I guess, you know. Yeah. Something that I kept telling my parents when I saw John Wick Chapter 4. I took them to go see that again. Uh, And I'm like, oh, you know, it's like not all realistic. It's mythic storytelling. I just kept saying that to the point where my dad was, or my brother-in-law was just like, well, since it's mythic storytelling. I'm like, I need to come up with some different buzzwords. (laughs) Mythic storytelling, mythic storytelling. It's like when, uh, I told a story on the show before, but it's like when, uh, Chris uh, hijacked when I called uh, Crimson Peak a gothic romance, and then Matt just kept saying, or Chris, oh, it's a gothic romance, it's a gothic romance. <laughs> right. Matt, to, to Matt. <laughs> that was so funny. Mortal Kombat, it's a gothic romance. <laughs> we need to do the round of the clients again. That was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, next movie's coming out. Let's have all four of them on. <laughs> oh, if I could somehow get them all in the same place, that'd be the dream. Yeah, they have to fight each Maybe other. <laughs> they fight well that's not that's not too far uh (laughs) but chris can chris can stand out and he's the medical observer yeah there you go um but yeah no i mean there's some good twists and turns in the story you know there's a a callback that i didn't expect at all because the reason why they all hate him and kick him out is because well he just doesn't you know it's also his parents fault for yeah seeing like oh you're special you're special and everyone's also like yeah why do we have to dig all this muck and crap and you have to like you get to just sleep in and like and have dreams yeah it's like, like I mean, dad had the capa- had the capability of teaching people he chose not to teach all 12 of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess you're right they also should have just like had him wor- learn some fa- practical stuff i almost expected him to be like really bad at cleaning at first but it's just like oh he's just naturally good at cleaning i guess <laughs> He watched his brothers do it long for long enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought they're gonna be like, "Oh, did you clean this entire like area yourself?" And then Joseph's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, I thought he was gonna be like, this is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you did a shit job." <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, you know, with the callback of, "Oh yeah, why they kicked him out is." Partly the coat and his upbringing, but also he's just like, yeah, you guys are all going to bow down to me. And they're like, come on, guy. Like, we hate you. I mean, you, yeah, sh- it's, you should it's never. Like, <laughs> what it's they like do is. Will you... huh? <laughs> no, I was like, not only will you bow down to me, but the heavens will as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're definitely in the wrong, even though he's really annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. You should not sell your uh, brother half or not to, sl- mm-hmm. to slavery. It's very bad. Don't do no. that. Um, <laughs> don't. But the callback of them eventually all bowing to him at the at the um whatever his estate, mm-hmm. yeah the the pharaoh's temple or whatever or palace, I'm like oh yeah. I didn't see this coming like I I just kind of forgot about it so I'm like oh yeah mm-hmm. this is just I don't know well paced story and it just kind of shows that storytelling is kind of an ancient art and has just kind of stayed um like the like the I don't know to tell a good story doesn't have to be anything radically new in terms of structure or anything well, that's really good i'm so glad you actually enjoyed it yeah i mean obviously it's it's a uh, 
it's not as great as Prince of Egypt by far. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, there's not nearly as stacked of a cast. It doesn't look as great, but it does look really good, I think, for a straight-to-video mm-hmm. uh, movie. There's some some scenes uh, that, like, are less important that you can kind of tell that they're like, yeah, we don't have to do as much, like, in-betweening in mm-hmm. these scenes. Like, basically, you know, just kind of filling in the gaps to make the animation feel smooth. Yeah. And some of the CG is just very, like, yeah, I don't know, just put CG in there. It's fine. <laughs> like, when they're talking about... <laughs> Um, the Pharaoh's dream with like the seven bulls and just yeah. like, this looks like beast wars. <laughs> I like that. A lot. Honestly, I really like that style a lot where I was like, this looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that will never change with you. You love beast wars. I love beast wars. <laughs> I hope there's a callback in the, uh, rise of the beasts movie to that <laughs> CG. Be. So help me. We get that gross kind of like mucky looking CG. <laughs> what if they all still look like that in that movie? I would love it. <laughs> Uh, that'd be great. Like they just don't blend in with the environment at all. Like we're primal, as in from a long time ago. <laughs> from, the <laughs> from the late nineties. From the late nineties, our CGI is all wrong. We just all went to the theater to watch Armageddon. <laughs> That's me. I guess like uh, Doctor Doolittle would make more sense, but you know whatever. <laughs> Doctor we watched We're Back, a dinosaur story. <laughs> That wizard is really strange. (laughs) Surprised that guy's not in the Bible. (laughs) Dinosaur scientist. Um, No, yeah, I think this looks really good for straight video movie. Like I said, Um, some Mm -hmm. of the songs are are pretty good, like better than I expected. And none of the songs are like cringy. They're just kind of like forgettable. Mm. Um, I, I like when he say, first comes to Egypt. It's like, "Behold the power of us." You do not have a name. <laughs> oh yeah, that that song's good. It's like uh, it reminds me of uh, some songs from like Pocahontas. Yes, like the uh, it's kind of a mixture, at least in my head, not like not literally, but the uh, what, what's the song they sing in the very beginning? Mine, boys, mine for the taking. No, it's the Virginia Company one. Oh shit! I, I don't know if that one even goes then. Yeah, that, I like that one a lot. And then it's also like the Savages song or whatever. I, can, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I should watch Pocahontas again. <laughs> yeah, same. That's a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a highly fictionalized <laughs> franchise. Doesn't she become a princess or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in real life, she was married when she was like fourteen, and then she also like died in England from like diseases and stuff. So. Yeah, so um yeah so i don't know they're appropriating indigenous person's story for uh <laughs> light entertainment so cold hard cash baby yeah there you go i mean hey disney sequels straight to video <laughs> that's what it is i want to do cinderella next though really bad because that it's like the time travel one and i'm like i want to watch that oh really yeah bad. people are so surprised about all these remakes happening like there's gonna be a moana live action remake and that movie did not come out too long ago but why i, I didn't <laughs> know that <laughs> no <laughs> It's gonna be the same cast, I think, or the main two people, uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson and um, uh, Alawi Cravalho. Okay, I, I said that wrong, but um, <laughs> I don't know. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson put out a video. He's just like, yeah, I just really love my culture and everything. I love taking my kids to the island, like to to like my where, where my ancestry is and everything. And, and yeah, it's just like, yeah, I mean, sure, but it's also Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like the biggest advertiser of things he's a supreme hype man for like his own yeah work. he's a big hype man i guess you know yeah and I think he's a wrestler are... i mean they're good at that yeah that's true mm-hmm. i think people are a little burnt out with him right now 
yeah, I'm a little tired too. He's just like, but he's just always just gassing, gassing up every every project he's on. Yeah, I'm more. I I, I mean, I will definitely. <laughs> I'm going against my own argument, but I'll probably go see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll but think I'm just. It. <laughs> it also made me think about how much he amped up Rampage, the movie with the giant gorilla that's like has I'm... nothing to do with the video game, really. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'm just like, why did he amp that up so much? Like, it's not a he good. He does it to every project stupid. he's on. It's, it's what he's best at. It's like he's the like dude is a literal hype man. He's like too serious in that movie. It's it's so weird. Yeah, like I think he'd hype for San Andreas Fault Line when that was out. Or yeah, like, he did. He, he does it for every every movie he's on. Like he thinks every movie he's on is like this amazing thing, and not to say that it's not, but like you know. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we just went down a big rabbit hole. But basically what I'm trying to say is, like, people are surprised about all these Disney remakes and stuff, like, live-action remakes, but they always did this stuff, like, trying to do cash grab stuff with, mm. like, animated, uh, like, sequels to Aladdin and, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, just all of them. I think there's, is there a Tarzan 2? I know there's a Hunchback yes. of Notre Dame 2. There's all the Mulan 2. It's all the straight-to-video where they're just like, yeah, we don't really care about, like, uh, <laughs> if this looks nearly as good, just put it out and make some cash because... Their kids. Hunchback Two is weird. <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> it's gets like a blonde Esmeralda. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, I mean the first one is strange, but in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. It's very demented. Um, I love that movie. What was my point with all of this? Uh, maybe you're surprised that it was still good, even though it was straight to video. Yes, thank you. No problem. For centering me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still vindictive of you for... (laughs) For selling you? And stealing my goblet that I definitely planted on you. Well, you know, I did steal it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To be fair, the other 12 of me really threw threw themselves in my defense. (laughs) You know, like the first third of this is kind of boring and... I was like, okay, this is what it's going to be. But then when they do the Van Gogh animation stuff for his dreams, I'm like, okay, there is some juice here. Like, there's, it, yeah. it, it definitely feels like this was meant to be theatrical. And then they're like, at, near the end, they're like, mm, uh, let's do this to video because it's not quite mm-hmm. there, whatever that means. You know, I, I still think it's a very well made animated movie. And mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> it still has like the style and, and tone of, of Prince of Egypt. It's just not nearly as epic. It's a more singular story, it's more about one yeah. person. And, their relationship to uh family to family to family <laughs> and family. and to god i guess um i guess it's only in the bible or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i i like it. it it truly does chart his path from being this like snot-nosed brat to like literally being like you know what bad things happen to me good things happen i just have to like kind of take what's dealt and then make the best of it <laughs> Uh, yeah, this song is very like, or that, that song in particular, I'm like, mm, like I get what they're going with, but it's also very like normalizing slavery in a way. It's like not yeah. good. It's just like, yeah, Joseph just by sheer will, but also a, a incredible amount of luck and coincidence, um, is able to ascend to being like the second most powerful person in all of Egypt. Yeah. But you could also sing that song to all the other, cause they probably civilized world at the time even. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could you could uh, sing that song to like all of the other slaves, and it's just a device to keep them working. You know, like it's exactly and that's what kind of sucks. And like it goes from Joseph to like somebody just like cutting the weed again. And I'm like, what about that guy? Yeah, 
I mean, the what the bread guy just gets executed off screen. Yeah, because he tried to poison Pharaoh. <laughs> and uh, the captain of the guard's wife is definitely not alive, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Well, he had her executed too. He does, he kind of like throws people in the dungeon or executes them willy nilly. Yeah, that guy feels so bad for uh, throwing, uh, by for putting uh, Joseph in the dungeon. But he's just like, uh, I'm pretty sure you also probably killed your wife off screen or something. Like, <laughs> you don't feel bad about that. Well, he's like, well, she was an adulterer. Joseph didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I think that's why he feels bad. He's an innocent man, basically, that he just threw in there. He was like, ah. Uh, you really were my friend. And in which case, you probably could have let him out whenever he wanted. Why do you make him wait so long? I mean, is she an adulterer? I guess she intended to adult. To adulterer. I guess. <laughs> but it, to adulterer. But then it makes me feel like if she did with one person, like I'm sure she found just somebody else. Uh, I guess, but not necessarily. Like, I you guess. know, unless there's evidence of that, you know. It's like, is, is ancient Egypt run by minority report rules where it's just like future crimes? Yeah, and you know what? I, I'm pretty sure they were allowed to have concubines and stuff too, anyway. So, like, I don't know. Would it really matter? To, it, it, I guess it's it's ancient time men men zone. So obviously, maybe it does matter that she's fooling around while he has six wives. Oh, does he have six wives? No, I don't, they don't show it. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's high ranking members of all things and like that that kind of age had multiple wives. Even uh, Joseph's dad had multiple wives. Oh, yeah, something that they also don't really address in the, in the movie at all. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, so Joseph's mom was the one that, like, couldn't have kids, but he has a bunch of other brothers, but he's a half-brother. So it's like, was uh, Joseph's dad married to multiple women at the same time, or was it, like, the his last wife died, or what? Like, I was so confused. Jacob had multiple wives, and then Rachel was barren, and then she gave birth, and that was the miracle. And she was his favorite wife as well. That, that's what's in the Bible. She, his favorite wife. And he let everyone know. <laughs> yeah, because he's not very subtle about that shit. <laughs> he's not subtle about anything. <laughs> it's like if he just gave his sons a little bit of each a little bit of attention, none all this could have been avoided. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna say, like, I wrote this down in my notes. Joseph is separated from everyone else can easily turn him into a psychotic tyrant. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which I think would have happened, but like he learned a lot through his journey of going from the to the absolute bottom back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some humility at the very least, even though he still wants to kill his brothers. <laughs> yeah, he still wants to watch them suffer. He He's pranking his brothers, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess he doesn't straight up want to kill them, but he definitely wants the truth out of them, you know? And he yeah, does that by being vindictive. vindictive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, I don't know. If I was sold into slavery and then was on top again, and then, like, the people who sold me showed up, I'd, I'd probably do a little bit of something like that, too. If not, straight up, you're all getting locked in prison. Yeah. But I don't know why he's pick bullying on the kid who literally didn't do anything to him. Yeah, these, this is when we, the discussion becomes too deep, and I'm like, let's let's go on to the next thing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, let's 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 uh, go the way of Joseph King of Dreams and avoid any serious discussion of <laughs> what's happening on in the background of this. Like, otherwise, I'll go down another wormhole and <laughs> just shoot myself in the foot. Uh, let's talk about the voice actors. What's what? Let's talk about the voice acting. Sure, it's pretty good. So yeah, the main names are Ben Affleck and Mark Hamill. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I, Mark Hamill, like you can definitely tell it's him, and like I, I always like Mark Hamill, but he also doesn't have much to do in this movie. I feel like. <laughs> no, not really. I'm gonna sound like a jackass, but who does he voice in this? Judah. So I guess he that's Judah. His his uh, that's Joseph's older brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like he's kind of, you know, there's just not a lot of lines besides um, Joseph and half brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <clears throat> what's his wife's name Azanath. yeah Azanath. oh i have a note here that says the wife of potiphar has flies around her because she's stinky <laughs> what in the movie yeah she had, when, during she's like where she's like get me the fan and she has all these flies buzzing around her <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because she's stinky <laughs> um the problem with this one is like yeah there's not nearly as recognizable names there's a lot more voice actors and stuff mm-hmm. um like Jodie Benson, she voiced the Little Mermaid. Yeah, she voiced Ariel. Oh, neat. Uh, she plays Azanoth, who's uh, Joseph's wife. Um, they also, underutilize her voice. <laughs> yeah, they really do. And uh, yeah, does she even sing a song? She sings one song. She sings the Bloom reprise that the mom sings. Jodie Benson, who's just like been in a lot of stuff besides Ariel, like just I don't know. Apparently, Batman Beyond and. Uh, oh. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Wild Thornberries, Camp Laszlo, uh, a show I almost forgot about. Uh, <laughs> I liked Camp Laszlo a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember it being pretty good. Uh, most related, she was the narrator for Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in 1998. Oh, I'm that's on great. Potiphar had very few cares. He was one of Egypt's millionaires. Who was? Potiphar, the captain of the guard. Would you name your son Potiphar? Yeah, and I call him Potty for short. <laughs> Get so confused trying to potty train him. Go potty! <laughs> uh, something most... Another tangent, of course, but... Jodie Benson's been long rumored. It's like beyond the thing where it's like basically confirmed, but she has never personally confirmed it, that she's the voice of Eva in Metal Gear Solid 3 and 4. Whoa! Why would she not confirm that? <laughs> I think because she works with Disney so often, and she also does like uh, I don't know some Christian animated stuff. I mean, oh, besides so this, being on a Metal Gear Solid game is very counter. <laughs> I guess. I mean, her character is very sexualized. That's that's definitely true. So I kind of get that. Uh, I mean, it's weird still because <laughs> that's a great voice thing, a voice, uh, she, voice thing, voice performance. Is she sexualized as much as Quiet is? Uh, yeah, I would say more so. Oh, whoa. <laughs> because it's part of her character, and Quiet is, uh, I mean, just in, in design, yes, she is sexualized, but her character is not um, sexual in any way. It's Right. It's also because her... She needs to breathe through her skin. Like, that's the excuse that Kojima had, at least. It's like, oh, like, she has to breathe through her skin, so she's wearing very little clothes. But, yeah, I would say Eva's probably the most sexualized character in all of Medicare Salad, but that's a story for another time. I don't know when that story would be. <laughs> but let's but we'll tell it once one day. Again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Were there sunflowers in ancient Egypt? I like that they're... Oh, they're not from Egypt. Like, where are they from? Canaan. Oh, right, Canaan, yeah. Yeah, so there's sunflowers in this, which I guess probably was the impetus for them doing the Van Gogh references and stuff. I'm like, oh, all this ties together pretty well, even though it really has nothing to do with this time. It just looks beautiful. Yeah, it just looks nice. They do a little bit of the hieroglyphic like animation stuff again, mm-hmm. uh, which is always cool. That's a franchise, uh, you know, continuation. Yep. But I like uh, that when he's a. Uh... 
the second most powerful man. He has the wall uplifted from Potiphar's house, I guess, to his his new place because <laughs> the same hieroglyphs. <laughs> He's like, I live here now. Or or he <laughs> or he just or he copied it, which I mean sounds like the more copy paste likely thing. But yeah, I like I w- it. He was like, I need that wall. <laughs> Yeah, he probably had a bunch of slaves too. Um, oh yeah, if he was in power. Just another mm-hmm. thing we should. Uh, this movie doesn't want us to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's like, I don't it's know, where, where Moses was like, "I'm going to liberate all of you." Joseph's like, "All right." <laughs> like I get this. I deserved it. Always knew. <laughs> yeah, I do like when he sees his family like trying to get bread and everything later on and he's just like hiding from the corner i'm like oh that's definitely one of those things where it's like you see someone at a party that you haven't seen in years like i really don't want to see them <laughs> yeah, it's like a full like mini panic attack being like oh shit it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so feel- different i'm like there's no way they recognize you dude <laughs> yeah right yeah he's got the big hat and the beard mm-hmm. that's about like the only difference, difference. <laughs> <laughs> hair is different yeah. So okay. So what's the thing with the dream coat? Like, what's what's the actual biblical context of that? Uh, it literally is just a symbol of like his parents loving him the most. Like that's all it is. Because they just pull that out of their like hut. Like, where did they get that thing? Uh, they made it. Like you, you see the mom working on it as as he grows up. Oh okay. Oh yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like uh, every time he does something they think is cool they add a little a picture to it. Like when he does it with like the with like the canals for the wheat, they have that the wheat on there. They have a a bird on there. They have some fish on there. When he was really cool and speared three fish at once. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they they're adding to his like own story and everything. Meanwhile, yeah. his brothers are just getting more and more mad. His brothers have to walk around like half naked. <laughs> I'm just googling uh, Technicolor Dreamcoat. I don't know if this is a real or doctored image. Apparently, Clay Aiken was uh, Joseph at some point. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Why not? A lot of people were. Nice. I wasn't. I was Pharaoh in my high school production of Joseph. Oh, poo do. <laughs> oh, poo poo. At least you weren't potty. I wasn't potty, no. <laughs> At least you weren't potty. Bunch of flies following you around. I danced with your stinky in the wife or whatever. <laughs> my huh? stinky wife. <laughs> I, did a, I did a dance number for Potiphar, though. That was fun. For him? Uh, no, like in the number, I was one of the servants, so I was in like this dance number for it. It was funny. So you're both servant and pharaoh. Yes, I, I was both. I literally went from the lowest strikes to being pharaoh, and I was also Elvis. Elvis? Yeah, the pharaoh song is a very Elvis tint towards it, so it was a lot of me doing hip thrusts on stage. <laughs> Do you have video of this? Uh, yes. I actually don't. I don't want to see it. I don't know why. You I don't asked. want to. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't no offense. It's just a kind of... <laughs> you this is like high school right yeah like i don't want to yeah this is high school it's not something i'm I need 18 to... on the bright side <laughs> okay great yeah show it to me now then yeah that's <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Yeah, remember when i tried to like get anything out of you when i said that you were a, a, a baby model <laughs> i was like Your yeah that told happened <laughs> you're like, just like oh okay you just have no thought on it at all you're not <laughs> embarrassed you're not proud you're just like yeah that was the thing that happened <laughs> yeah i literally don't have like much of a thought i have no memory of it like, i have no memory of this it was the 90s it was a wild time i was on so much gerber baby life program fuel that like i can't remember any of it dude <laughs> gerber life program <laughs> baby fuel is people 
Oh man. How do you feel about Ben Affleck in this? Who is Ben Affleck in this? Is he Joseph? He's Joseph. <laughs> I don't know the voice. Like I turned it off since I was done watching it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying you turned off the volume while watching it. <laughs> I just watched it silently staring at the TV. Yeah. But yeah, he does okay. He's good, you know. It's not him singing, obviously, but still. Right, yeah. It definitely doesn't sound like him, which is fine. Like he isn't. Yeah. This was uh, after Dogma, the movie, which is a little a little ironic, and uh, before Pearl Harbor. So he's really like establishing himself still in in like the big Hollywood uh, way, you know. Like I think the same year Reindeer Games came out, which is actually surprisingly an action movie I haven't seen yet. But wow, he just has done like he that's this was like his early phase of trying to do like big Hollywood movies and stuff. Like he had just an Armageddon too. Armageddon 1, I mean, there's no Armageddon 2 yet. Armageddon um, out of here. <laughs> Shut up, Potter. I'm really, it was a really tired, bad joke. <laughs> I mean, I never... Tired? Yeah, it is tired. It's not something I've heard before, so it's still new, I guess. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard that one before? I feel like no. I heard Armageddon out of here all the time. Armageddon 2, Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. <laughs> Better. There you go. A two new spin. <laughs> Armageddon to Space Dimension Lou. <laughs> I can't even think of syllables anymore. <laughs> You're only speaking hieroglyphics now. Yeah, I'm just drawing pictures. <laughs> you can only see your future. You know, it is convenient that he can see the future in his dreams only. That way there's no crossover between like his reality and seeing like what's in front of him and dreams at the same time. Yeah, it'd become a little bit too much like 24 or something if he was like seeing things in real life too. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I don't know. My thoughts on Ben Affleck in this is he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's, very, you know. he's trying, I guess. You know, he's very, he has that attitude of like Ben Affleck at the time, which obviously makes sense. It's just like late 90s Ben Affleck where it's just like, yeah, I'm becoming a star. And like, I don't know. I don't know if you ever <laughs> heard the uh, Armageddon, bringing it back to that, the uh, audio commentary for that. No, but he's just always like, so I was talking to Michael, like Michael Bay. He's just like, why are we sending miners to the to outer space? Why aren't we sending like rocket scientists and teaching them how to mine or whatever? Yeah. And then Michael Bay just told me, shut the fuck up, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up, ben. <laughs> and throughout the rest of the commentary, he's just like, yeah, this part's dumb. And he's like, <laughs> seeing his character jump, he's just like, whoa, ah! like just commenting on it really like he just obviously you know doesn't isn't super serious about being a big star yet which is fine i think it's kind of fun and he just kind of comes off in this movie where it's like kind of just a very modern 90s approach to like i feel like a true voice actor wouldn't would be more invested in this being an ancient story you know yeah or he's just like oh whatever but also, it's probably a thing to get people to watch this, of course. It's like, he was a rising star. So Yeah, you, you stack it a little bit, at least. So whatever. The stakes are low. <laughs> I think he's fine in this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's honestly like, if it was bad, it wouldn't destroy him. If it was good, it wouldn't really raise him up that much either. <laughs> I don't think he's done a lot of uh, animated movies, to be no. honest. Which, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if his voice is really iconic i mean you know it's ben affleck i guess um i mean i didn't <laughs> yeah i guess you're right <laughs> it's kind of like matt damon also doing a voice role they're both kind of like you have to see them i think 
Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's not that much of a thing. There's this really funny Matt Damon reel I keep seeing on my Instagram, which is like him screaming at a child about like dreams or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's funny to you? Yeah. <laughs> the kid's like, I, that's your dream, not my dream. He's like, it's a good dream. Why don't you want this? <laughs> I liked it paired with like when you show your friends dark souls and they're like, I don't want this dream. I'm like, it's a good dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find that. Does that have anything to do with Better Call Saul? Uh, no, it, it's, it's, it's not better called Saul. I just found a TikTok. That's... Yeah, it's just like an Instagram reel thing that I saw. <laughs> and I thought it was fun. I'm watching it right now. I'm totally distracted. Okay. What movie is this? It has... I, I, I feel like it's We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. It's a good dream. Yeah, that is a good dream, buying a zoo. It also has Beach House playing in the background, which makes even more sense having a, a movie directed by Cameron Crowe. <laughs> I was also listening to a podcast recently where they're talking about like uh, like one of the guest was a uh, a script reader uh, around the time Aloha came out, nice. uh, which I believe is Cameron Crowe's last movie so far. Uh, and like the original script to that is that uh, the main character has to throw like a bunch of stuff in the volcano to stop it. Like he has to throw a bunch of his like records in it <laughs> to stop the volcano. And it's like a highly metaphorical thing. I'm like, this is like pure Cameron Crowe. <laughs> That's fun. Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? I don't know. What else about Joseph Mays Chapter Dream Code? Did you That's like the dream it. sequences? Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you I didn't like, like them. the big scary dragon wheat crop that pops up. Um, I maybe I was looking away at that moment. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Like the when he's talking about the wheat and stuff, this big like crusty like black pillar comes up and it looks like it's like a stalk at first but then like it's like the top of the head of the corn so there's like a dragon serpent mouth and it eats up like the big pillar oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay now i remember it's so cool i like that part and then it just like curls up and dies and like the sun i'm like i love that yeah so cool you just always have a high uh, memory retention for anything dragon related (laughs) pretty much (laughs) more than i do at least (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked his dreams about the famine and everything and him telling, uh, or not the, 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 the Pharaoh rather and him interpreting it and everything. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's about everything going on in this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like, like you said, it's a very short, very simple story and, uh, you kind of breeze through it. It's only like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. It's really short, which was, uh, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Where I was like, I don't know how long this is going to be. I'm like, Oh, this is short. Great. <laughs> Oh, I did write down, like, he was indeed killed by wolves, and his brothers did indeed bow to him, as he foresaw. It's like, yeah, he wasn't yes. actually killed by wolves, but his brother, his brothers were the wolves, so all the dreams made mm-hmm. sense. Yes, they did. It's all connected. There's a nice little shot of the reflection of the cup, looking at his brothers, and that's the cup that he, like, tries to plant or whatever later. Yeah, that's a good one, too. And that's about it. This movie has to do with blackmail, sexual coercion, uh... <laughs> slavery betrayal uh, betrayal <laughs> and it's meant for kids and prophecy um, fun fact dan castellaneta voices the horse guy who cheats the pharaoh or whatever oh <laughs> or cool cheats potiphar <laughs> dan castellaneta who voiced homer simpson and the genie in aladdin 2 when robin williams refused to do it because disney oh. broke his contract or whatever Doe. so uh yeah that's a little fun fact you got that any final cute. thoughts on this movie um, you know, if you're in a 
religious mood, maybe watch Prince of Egypt instead of this. But, you know, <laughs> it's still fun. Put it on for your kids in the background, maybe. <laughs> it's a good background movie. Yeah, it absolutely reminded me of that because I did watch this yesterday morning pretty early, like around like 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it definitely took me back of nostalgia of just like hanging out with my cousins and like at a family gathering and them just when we were all really little and then like a family member just putting on something like this. It was more like yeah. more often it was Veggie Tales. <laughs> I like that you had no idea it was religious. I was about to say, we have to bring this up every time until we cover the VeggieTales movies. I just think that's so funny because they only talk about God every other sentence. Yeah, but there's like the Silly Symphony song. Not Silly Symphony, Silly Stories or whatever. It's like a ripoff of Silly Symphonies with the the pirate cucumber guy. And then there's like some songs about a cheeseburger that has nothing to do with God. You know, the pirates who don't do anything. We just stay at home and lie around. And if you ask us to do anything. We'll just tell you. Cucumber. Cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) Cucumber. (laughs) Remember when Bob the Tomato was on my assassin team for John Wick Chapter 3? Yes, it was really funny. And he just, like, prays to God before each kill. I mean, I didn't even say that. He probably does, though. That was was in my head. Like, he was, like, full, like, praying in Italian. (laughs) Or Latin as like he's just shooting people <laughs> with his invisible handguns. I can't wait to see that Russell Crowe a Pope's Exorcist movie. Oh my god, can we see that together? Yeah. <laughs> that Lily, like Lily's gotta go. Longer. Lily's gotta go too. We love Russell oh, Crowe in this in this household. <laughs> good, good. That'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, this <sighs> I guess I like this movie more than I expected, partly because of uh, subconscious nostalgia for my own childhood. Oh, that's good. Uh, and it was nice and short, and it's not super religious, even though it's about a religious story. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. these are the things that happen, and there's some songs. And yeah. those songs are awful, but they're not super memorable, and it's fine. <laughs> and I think it's funny that from this, we're going to the, I guess, the, what the 80s would view is the counter to all religion. <laughs> uh, What, after this? Yeah, Army Covered Dungeons and Dragons after this. Oh, yeah. Wait, it's it's the opposite of religion? Yeah, that was part of the satanic panic. Oh, it was? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that was a huge thing. Yeah, in the 80s, people thought Dungeons and Dragons was like a Satanist cult. Oh, okay, cool. I can't wait for you to talk about that in, the, yeah, in that well. episode because I didn't even know. <laughs> Yay, satanic panic. Yay, Diablo. <laughs> Yay, Diablo. <laughs> Yay, Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat. Yay, the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Good job, everybody. The four horsemen of the apocalypse Good have come at last. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Bob the tomato there, Harold. <laughs> the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Bob the tomato. Yellow M&M. <laughs> <laughs> Greta Thunberg and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> That'll sound very strange or problematic unless you listen to our John Wick Chapter 3 episode. I meant it in, in good faith. <laughs> Is is RBG still living, or is it just like her like okay. in a coffin? Let's, let's not let's not relitigate this on this uh, on this <laughs> do, yeah, do on this know? most orthodox of holidays. Of course. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm done. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I had some other point to make. I don't remember. I don't think it really matters. Oh, uh, what do you want to cover next year? Are we uh, gonna keep doing year? these religious movies or quasi? Uh, these are religious movies. Uh, yeah. Are we gonna? Uh, are, 
are we going to ch- cut out a chunk of our time? Because I'm like, this year, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. I wanted to do this. But I'm also like, oh, now we're going to be a few weeks behind on Mario and <laughs> Dungeons uh, and Dragons I, movie. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry I ruined everything, Tyler. No, you didn't. I wanted to do it, too. And, you know, we like you said, we go by the beat of our own drum or whatever you said. I did say that. We go by the beat of our own drum. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll have to give it a think to be like, what what weird choice I'll, choices I'll make for next year. We could do the, the VeggieTales movies, which I guess there's two, and there's like one that's long gestating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was wow. reading about how apparently it's kind of like the Toy Story of VeggieTales, and it's like set in the real world. And uh, I don't know if I maybe do the SpongeBob movies. That would be fun. (laughs) Those aren't religious. Oh, you want a religious movie? (laughs) I don't know. We could do like uh, I don't know. Well, I'll have to look for other like religious movie with sequels. Otherwise, it's gonna be Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales or the Da Vinci Code. Those are our two options. I think it's Da Vinci Code. We're doing fucking Da Vinci Code. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Yes, I love those movies. Of course. And by love them, I mean like they're the most like. I saw those in a theater or at home during the summer at some point, and I definitely watched them, and that's about it. Like, I don't know. We, I remember, maybe it was during quarantine or something, and you guys were over after we all tested, of course, and we started watching the first Da Vinci Code, and it was either you or Lily who got so bored that they were begging for it to be turned off. <laughs> I, normally, I would say Lily, but that, it could have been either of us. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it could have been both of you, like, please make this stop. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much like when we watched the Resident Evil movies together, which we will cover <laughs> later this year. Uh, oh, Connie, finally? Yes. I'll send oh you the whole God. calendar I, I hammered out, and I'll have to get your final approval, of course, because there are two people on this podcast. Oh, and I'm not going to force you to, <laughs> to cover anything you don't want to. This is me. This is just you getting back at me for me selling you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and stealing my cup. Yeah, and stealing your cup. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to plug before we go, Connery? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's an actual role-playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other amazing friends. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, just follow me on Instagram at Tiami Vice for any uh, photo shoots I've been doing. I've just been mostly uploading... Uh, I've been alternating between digital and film pics, mostly of, I don't know, landscapes and places I've been. They're stuff like good. that. Um, oh, you know what? I don't know. The season three of Dave on Hulu came out, and I worked on that. And uh, I noticed that. I was like, Tyler worked on that. <laughs> yeah, it came out on the f- April 5th. Uh, so there's probably a couple episodes out at this point. So yeah. check it are, out. Are you... Are you in this one like you were in the uh, Alien one? <laughs> no, I don't have a cameo, uh, much like an encounter, even though it's on a cameo I, where I played a FBI agent that you can't even see inside of a car <laughs> that Connery loves to bring up. Um, <laughs> I just think it's fun. <laughs> if we had, uh, if we were characters in Joseph King of Dreams, I would be the lady in the background that's not looking at Joseph just off the corner. <laughs> like she looks like she's cross-eyed or something. <laughs> At the end of this movie. Uh, no, I don't have a cameo on this. Although one of the first ACs did. He walks around in the background because they oh, were only cool. shooting one camera at the time. So I don't know. Look out for Stephen Brannigan, who I'll try to get on the podcast at some point. Oh, hell yeah. That'll be fun. But yeah, check out my Instagram at Tammy Vice and Dave season three on Hulu. Uh, and that's it. Follow us on franchise pod. Uh, follow us at franchise pod on Instagram, Facebook, t- uh, Twitter, all social medias, basically TikTok. 
uh, email us to the franchise podcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments. What do you want us to cover next? What do you want us to cover next year around <laughs> religious <Time>. month? <laughs> religious <laughs> month? <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do it. We can just do an animated <laughs> movie. Let's just cover all four SpongeBob movies with Geronimo or whatever, much like Jacob's Aww, doing all the Transformers that'd with be us. Fun. Or like yeah. minions or something. <laughs> yeah, and he'll he'll deeply analyze all of them, and we it'll be great. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Actually, sounds fun. <laughs> uh, thank you to Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Favorka for our music. And until next time, you're messing with the big boys now. I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember any of the songs from this, Connery? Can you sing any of them? Uh, I was will go. You know better than I. You yeah, I do. know the way I've let go. I need to know why. For you know better than I. Thank you. That's why you get to set the schedules, Tyler. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you know better than I. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. I'll go water my prison tree. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everyone. Bye-bye.